This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. This show is brought to you by IndieWrestling.us. Check out IWC, RWA, and more. And listeners like you, support this show at patreon.com slash wrestlingmayhemshow. Hey guys, it's the Indie Mayhem Show. I'm Mike Sorg at Sorgatron on the Twitter and the Sorgatron Media Studios in Pittsburgh, PA. This is a show we, where we talk with people in and around independent professional wrestling. And of course, please go check out everything at Wrestling Mayhem Show and IndieWrestling.us. Wrestling Mayhem Show is where you can find all of the great pro wrestling podcasts that we're doing around here about indie wrestling and general wrestling as well. And we have a lot of fun with that. And we have a lot of great guests over uh, across those shows. And of course, check out IndieWrestling.us where you can find today's guests and a lot of guests that we've talked to in the past in action over there on VOD or over at the Indie Wrestling Network. Um, and uh, also past episodes. Uh, a lot of great interviews with people some you see on your TV today um, and uh, after their first match sometimes. So a lot of fun there. Uh, and, of course, today is going to be no different. We got somebody that I've been wanting to chat with for a while. Arthur MacArthur has joined us on the line. How you doing, sir? What's going on, old sports? <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. I, and I have had so much fun producing behind the scenes uh, of, of the Fight Underground uh, uh live streams and when arthur arthur Ar- arthur MacArthur comes on i want to mess it up i'm sorry uh, <laughs> um it, it's always it's always it's i i know i'm in for a treat when when it's going down mm-hmm. always <laughs> try to bring a lasting impression every time i come on that's right so, so we're going to get into it we're going to get into uh, uh what you've been up to but i like to put a little icebreaker out there for people that maybe uh get to know you a little bit what's your earliest memory of uh pro wrestling earliest memory of pro wrestling man well that's 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 okay uh i guess my early because i was born in 94 okay um i was an attitude era baby so i grew up with stone cold steve austin in the in the late 90s and he was kind of my first hero in the business i have all the figures you know i had the posters he was kind of the guy you know you had the kids growing up with hulk hogan well i grew up with stone cold steve austin you know who would have thought you know, they got their Hulk Hogan to teach them about their vitamins, and their prayers. <laughs> I got a guy pounding six packs like it's nothing. <laughs> we did get a kind of a, I'm a Hogan guy myself growing right. up. And we did get kind of a different life lesson, didn't we? <laughs> we really did. And obviously after that, after after Stone Cold left, you know, Ruthless Aggression era, I appreciate it a lot more. I guess I was, um, I really don't know who I was a big fan of at that point. It's, it's been a while. That's great. Uh, so, so is this something that early on that you, uh, uh, you know, w- w- did you want to be the Stone Cold? Did you want to get into wrestling, or is that something that developed later throughout your uh, watching? Well, I guess it was always one of those boyhood dreams. You know, you you watch it on TV, <laughs> like, man, I could be that someday. Yeah, and I never really thought that you know maybe that was just their thing because before I got into wrestling, I uh, actually enlisted. I'm a I'm an ar- I'm an army vet. I did that for four years, um, spent time overseas, you know, had some great memories. Um, you know, everyone's starting wrestling training when there's some people when they're 15. You know, you have some stars out there in the Midwest who are 15 right now, killing it, probably going to sign a deal when they're 18. And right now I'm 26 years old and I, start, <laughs> I started training when I was 24. So I kind of screwed 
screwed the gap up a little bit, but you know, it's I'm glad I got started either way. Mm-hmm. That's and, and we've we've talked with a lot of people, especially recently, that 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 are vets as well. But I thank you for your service. Um, but uh, so so does that kind of you know? It seems with some people it either fills the gap from leaving the service uh, of kind of the mindset, uh, things to do, or in some some case that regimen seems to prepare you. Did it do one or the other for you as you kind of entered into this? Well, what's one way to think about it? Well, I guess the discipline of like. Um, you know, getting places early. I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, the military. I guess. Um, I guess I just met a lot of people and mm-hmm. uh, a lot of world experience. Um, had to learn to become a man really quick. You know, really mm-hmm. didn't have. I mean, I obviously worked, but I didn't really have a set like career yeah. until I was eighteen, nineteen years old, and I I really had to learn to grow up really fast. And you know, being through all that, you know, I was physically challenged throughout most of the time, you know, all the push every morning, 6 a.m., you know, push-ups, go on a long run. I haven't ran a day since I left the military <laughs> service. I mean, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think I think overall the discipline of all that kind of got me in the mindset of how to prepare for wrestling because if I had joined wrestling school with the mindset I had before the military, might not even be here talking to you today. Mm-hmm. So. That's great. So, so how did you discover uh, your 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 wrestling school? So, for those who don't know, I started at the Absolute Intense Wrestling Academy, um, trained by Dominic Garini and, of course, Derek Direction. Some of you Pittsburgh people love him. He's the greatest of all time in the area. I'm just, but no, I've heard um, that. I've heard that mostly from him. Yeah, mostly from me too. <laughs> yes, but um, but no, uh, I, I discovered it through um. Through this uh, mutual friend of mine, um, my sister actually had this uh, this now referee who was at AIW. They were friends on Facebook, and I saw him sharing this stuff, and I was like, "Oh, that looks fun, AIW." You know, I don't, I'm not really big into indie wrestling. I love me some WWE, and that's it. I didn't know much about the indie wrestling world until I really, you know, discovered AIW, and I saw they had a school going, and I was like, "You know what?" Maybe this is my window. Maybe this. Maybe it's something to give a shot. You know, I I don't want to live my life, you know, not giving it a shot. A shot, you know. And uh, that's essentially where I, you know, people share the stuff. Their schools, people are going to find it eventually. So keep doing that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You never gonna. You never know about that. And, and it is interesting. So, so you were like a WWE. F fan, I guess for for so many years, and you you said oh, you you yeah. knew, you would never even kind of got into that. You never discovered indie wrestling. Well, I mean, I knew it existed. I knew of guys like you know Brian Danielson before right. he made it big as Daniel Bryan, you know stuff like that. But I never really appreciated you know what what happened in the indie world. Like I knew nothing about Chikara, CZW, nothing like that. Mm-hmm. Old ROH or hell, even old Mid South. Um, didn't even really know much about yeah. IW until I got into the school. That's great. So, 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 uh, you know, what kind of most surprised you when you get in there as you're kind of learning about indie wrestling and learning about the wrestling business in general? Well, I guess, man, I guess the one thing that really shocked me was, you know, with, with, with WWE, they have a set way of doing matches. You know, it's obviously for TV, you know, yeah. matches are much shorter. You know, they have a different storyline. They, they wrestle every week, essentially, sometimes, you know, twice a week. You know, and with indie wrestling, you're kind of making matches. You, you make them mean a little more. You know what I'm saying? There's, 
some with independent wrestling makes matches mean a little bit more if that makes sense because you don't get to do it as much mm -hmm. um and i guess there's just a lot more on the indie scene that you, that's more available like you know obviously some moves are banned in wwe a lot of move sets are limited and that's not a problem but there's a lot more you get to see you know outside of the wwe bubble and a lot of talent that you would never get to see absolutely so so kind of going through that like you know Arthur MacArthur is a character that, you know, a persona mm -hmm. that, that kind of sticks out on the wrestling show. I've seen you, of course, here at Uprise, of course, up there mm -hmm. at AIW, uh, UXWA, when we were filming a couple of shows for them. Um, mm -hmm. It always seems to stick out. T tell me, how did the, how did that, that kind of develop? And, you know, and just actually, describe it a little bit of what it is for those that maybe haven't checked it out yet. Okay, so for those who don't know, so Arthur MacArthur is essentially, it's just there's a lot to unpack. But basically, think of a Carney 1920-style Circus Strongman character. Mm -hmm. He's been through a lot, okay? We have a lot of theories of how he came about. I don't really have the official canon for you yet of how he's existing in modern era. I have something in mind, but I'm not sure if I want to release it yet. But uh, long story short, he is a World War I veteran turned Circus Strongman turned professional wrestler. And has a special dumbbell that only he can pick up right now. That's a relatively new part of the character, and I think it's really added more to it, like a Thor's hammer type deal. Fantastic. <laughs> and so anyways, the way the character came about, it's kind of funny, actually. So I, I was coming up with all these ideas of what I wanted to do in wrestling. I, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I used to wrestle in high school, so I had a little bit of a mat background. wasn't really amazing at it. But I kind of thought maybe I'd do something like that. You know, I, I was thinking I could be like a Kurt Angle type deal. Well, that was a mistake. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then one day, I'm just messing around, and and here comes our promoter, John Thorne. He walks in. He's like, that's a circus strongman right there, the way he's walking. Um, and that just kind of planted the seed in all of everyone's mind. Like, hey, we have a great gimmick for you. We We think... If you walk around like a circus strongman in a, you know, all this wacky stuff and act like a character and do all this powerlifting stuff, it might be something. And at first, I'm just taken aback, and I don't know, I don't know how to react to this. Like, who, who in their right mind? And cause I wanted to do like some crazy moves. I wanted to jump off the ropes, do all this stuff, and then you know, it. Sometimes I still have to learn this lesson. But all, all the, basically, it didn't matter. It, it, the character stuff really is what got me out there. Mm -hmm. And I think that like all the mannerisms, the speeches, the promos, all the moments and matches is what really sets me apart, you know, from what I wanted to be originally. And I really think it's helped me connect with a lot of fans out there. That's great. So, so, so I, I again watching like when I see like kind of a super character kind of thing, like I think like a Magnum CK that's somebody that was had an acting, you know, theater background going into it. Like, did you did you have that kind of background going into this, or did this all kind of develop no. on its own? <laughs> no, I never never did drama club. I was um, a footballer, played wrestler, uh, did wrestling, did track and field for a season. <laughs> I was an athlete in high school, essentially. Because th these promos that we see, or even when we do them live, obviously we're doing these live streams for for, for Fight Underground. Um, mm -hmm. They're off the cuff. They're like, I, I don't know how you keep character. 
it's, it's some... hard. I'm not going to lie. You know, like, so I won't lie. I've had to, um, the voice, the way I come up with it is just, I, I, I watched a lot of like, you're, you watch that skit from Family Guy with the steak and eggs. And they're like doing the squat <laughs> pots and stuff. I kind of mimicked that voice style. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> and just find the most goofiest, outlandish words. And it, it takes time. Sometimes I got to be by myself and just rant about certain things and just let it naturally become a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and... It, and maybe watching like old movies and stuff like that. I watched a lot of um, watched a lot of movies from back in the day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's great. So, so you know, obviously, you're talking about it's kind of getting you out there. You know, I've seen you multiple places uh, uh, that you've been around. I mean, we were talking about before, and like I thought you've been around for a few years at this point. <laughs> it seems a like a lot it. of people. It's it's funny because some people are like, "Oh, how long? So long, new brothers? Like five, six years? Like I've only been in for like a year, man. Like, oh wow. <laughs> like, yeah, they really think I've been around. It's it it just feels like it's been that long. But yeah, I'm still very young in this business, dude. Um, have you any? You know, I've obviously you know a lot of a lot of crazy stuff happened with like things like AAW and or AIW. I did it again. Uh, <laughs> it happens, man. It happens. I do it too. Um, that's really bad on the other show. Uh, <laughs> um AID, aiw gets a lot of free plugs on the mayhem show i tell you but anyways <laughs> um but, but 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 you know any opportunities any cool moments uh over your first year and a half of, of doing this so far so so there actually was a cool moment um at this re- relatively smaller promotion a little down south uh, mm-hmm. called xbw we me and some of the uh, guys you might know zach thomas chuck stone bitcoin boys uh, we we like to go down there every once in a while you know Really get those reps in, you know. You know, nice group of guys down there, smaller, you know, folk style. And uh, there was an opportunity one time. They were bringing in Tracy Smothers, and you know, obviously, right now he's going through a lot. Did my thing go out? No. Okay, we're good. He's yeah, going through a lot right now with uh, his cancer treatments and everything. So they were doing this show to kind of benefit him. And I don't know if this is true or not, but this that may have been the last match he's had so far. Um, but yeah, he, they gave us a chance to wrestle with him. So it was me, my partner, Chuck Stone, bulking season with Zach Thomas versus Tracy Smothers and these two, uh, um, local guys from the Franklin area, mm-hmm. Daniel Archer, I get the other guy's name, but, but, um, yeah, we got to work them and that was a great experience. Um, and so, and then you normally with a lot of guys in this business that, you know, that will call our matches before beforehand hey we're gonna do this this that you know i don't want to expose the business out there like that but long story short tracy smother just comes up to me he's like just just listen to me out there and i'll tell you what to do i'm like oh shit you know <laughs> i don't want to mess things up especially with the way things are going mm-hmm. and i'm in the back of the corner he's like tell him i pulled your hair i'm like what he's like, just go ahead and do it i'm like oh, okay and you know just Funny things like that. Tracy is a great guy. I'm hoping the best for him. He's, you know, he's one of the one of my favorites out there. Really appreciate his promo works as well. Mm-hmm. His video of all his promos he did for a uh, Cleveland All Pro back in the day are, are amazing. <laughs> he's he's one this. of the definitely one of the classics. Uh, so <laughs> readjusting here. Um, excellent. Yeah. Oh, so how is um? You know, I've been having these kind of interviews. Uh, uh, for the um, uh, social media for IndieWrestling.us about uh, kind of how COVID has uh, dealt with them. Uh, 
what did what did it kind of uh, uh, do for you? You know, it, you know, obviously, you know, the shows go away. I don't know if anything was big on the on the horizon for you uh, coming up in March. But like, what was what was the point where it kind of hit you that like something was different and wrestling was going to change? Wow. Well, um, things really did take a toll, you know. So our last EIW show was in February. We had a good show. Um, it was me, Chuck, with PME you know, in a big eight-man tag. And that was, like, one of the first big moments we had in a while in AIW. Had a big burger shower. We threw burgers in the crowd after we won. I'm like, all right, finally, we're getting we're getting somewhere. We have another show coming up, Gauntlet for Gold, and it's done. Yeah. Yeah, it got shut down. Um, I was going to be at uh, this seminar, Evolve tryout, before Evolve ended up getting shut down, WWN. I was going to be part of that, you know, at least that trial portion with uh, Tommaso Ciampa really wanted that, that hands-on experience with him. Um, worked a lot for this promotion and uh, grindhouse. And, and that was a lot, a lot of good reps over there and they, they've ceased operations altogether right now. They're kind yeah. of rebuilding, but yeah, there was like a three month window of just doing nothing. And it really bummed me out, man. Like, cause, and for those of you who don't know, Ohio, for the most part, is still shut down as yeah. far as wrestling goes. Like, I have wrestled a show in Ohio, but it's it was very, you know, small, 50 people at most outdoors. You know, there's like a small capacity you can do. Hope this lighting's okay. I had to charge no, you're fine. my phone up. Okay. Yeah, anyways, yeah, um, is not going to run for a while, it seems. Maybe not until next year. I, I'm not going to speak on that, but we don't know. Um, but yeah, so I had the three month window and, you know, obviously gyms were closed down here. I'm the strongest man in all the land. I need to stay in shape. I need to at least have some sort of strength. You know, this home workout stuff, it, it wasn't for me. I couldn't do it. I understand you got to do something, but man. Um, so yeah, then out of the blue, here comes fight underground and I'm wondering how they're going to do this, you know? <laughs> And it turns out, because I, I had messaged uh, my, uh, my Mag, uh, Quinn about it a while ago, and he was like, hey, I know you messaged me months ago, but uh, we're trying to do this thing now with Fight Underground. Are you interested in coming down? I'm like, yeah, how, how is this going to work? You know, we're living in a quarantine pandemic right now. Um, and then that was, that's really where it struck me where things were different, because no fans whatsoever. You know, I've wrestled in front of like a small crowd of under 10, but wrestling in front of no fans. Okay. Well, they were wrestlers around the ring, but those aren't, that, that was, you know, people are cheering just to get that thing going. They're, these aren't natural emotional reactions from the fans. Mm -hmm. So that's just, you just had to learn how to work without the crowd getting behind you. And that was a great match uh, with uh, Flex Simmons. Uh, mm -hmm. the ROH dojo of course um so course. it was like really and that was i think the second one that we had for fight underground uh that went out there um, um to the crowd so, so so it was early on in that development <laughs> at least in, the, in, in showing it to the people so right mm -hmm. so uh and, go ahead no i was gonna say uh during that match i was just i realized i have to like do some more cardio because after that four minutes i'm like <laughs> i was not ready for this <laughs> You know, without being in the ring for training or nothing like that, I really hadn't hadn't really done my rolls or hit the ropes or nothing like that. I really had to um, get back in there. And thank God we finally opened the school back up to 
get training again and mm-hmm. we got all these events happening again thankfully yeah i have to say it looks like indiana is the savior of a uh, midwest professional wrestling right now <laughs> that and the state of michigan yes yes i know there's still a little bit, a little bit happening up there uh, i know we have uh, west virginia happening a little bit um, mm-hmm. um here and there i don't know it, it's hit and miss you know I've, I've had shows canceled i was supposed to be part of and, and it's just it's weird it's weird and of course here in pennsylvania it's uh not every company can run kind of thing. So it's it's kind of interesting. But at least there's a lot of opportunities happening out there. Of course, I see AIWs getting out in Indiana and having shows again. So uh, that, that's awesome. Awesome to see. For so. sure. Uh, so uh, I like the close on a fun little question. What's You've only got a year and a half into this. And, of course, you, half of that has been a pandemic, unfortunately. <laughs> what's the best or worst thing about indie wrestling for you? Oh, well, well, I guess we'll start with the bad and then a high note, huh? The worst thing about indie wrestling for me is the traveling, man. The driving. I think, I will say, if I can go to all my shows within a two-hour radius, that would be amazing. But <laughs> reality is, if you want to you know, get out there and make a name for yourself and really get the experience, you got to hit the roads and you've got to travel. As much as it sucks, it's it's one of the. Th- I hate driving. I hate going. I think the most I've ever gone so far is about eight and a half, mm. and that was for Chattanooga, Tennessee. And oh my god, that is a rough drive. Uh, thankfully, we got people in the car that I could switch out every few hours. But that's but they're, they're the ones who make it the best. Um, on a high note, the best thing about indie wrestling is, I guess, it's just living out my dreams, man. You know really going out there and doing what i love the most awesome well arthur where can people find you online and uh where can they find you promotion wise okay well if you want to find me online on social media um i have a facebook page uh trying to add my real one my real name so please add like the arthur MacArthur page it's just arthur MacArthur. Uh, you might find other Arthur MacArthur's. I'm not the only one out there in existence, but I'm sure maybe you'll recognize my face. I'm the guy flexing or with the glasses. Or go on Twitter, and I'm Strong MacArthur. Arthur MacArthur's handle was taken. You'd think I'd have that, but no. Yeah, Strong MacArthur. Instagram, I believe that's uh, Arthur two underscores MacArthur, or is it Strong? Yeah, I'm, I think that's what it is. Yeah, there's that. Uh, as far as promotions go, obviously, um, home home base is Absolute Intense Wrestling. When that's up and running, you'll see me there. Um, a lot of Ohio promotions. As of right now, you'll finally mostly in um, Horror Slam in Michigan. Currently tag team champion over there with Chuck Stone. Uh, Indiana, you'll be seeing me a lot in EWE, Epic Wrestling Entertainment. And, of course, for the Pittsburgh folks here, you'll be seeing me on Fight Underground. And that's about it for right now, man. You'll be seeing me out there more, though, for sure. Awesome, for sure. And you can see, uh, of course, the Fight Underground matches on this Fight Underground social media. You'll be part of the uh, the, uh, upcoming tapings as well. Uh, I don't think we have an opponent announced for you just yet. Oh, no, you're part of the tournament, aren't you? Oh, yeah, the day one with uh, the Rev. The Rev Ron Hunt to, to see, to determine who is the best out of Area 1, looking at that uh, bit. We're going to have a million tournament to uh, uh, 
roll that out to settle that. You can look for that in the upcoming weeks over on that social media, of course. Thank you, Arthur, for joining us. It's always been a blast. Man, every time this guy's on one of the things, like half the people on the panel are just like, shit, this guy's great. <laughs> All right, man. That's why I look here. Thanks for having me, man. Thanks for working with me. For sure. No, I appreciate it. Always fun. Always fun when I see you're on the run sheet. Uh, guys, go check him out. Again, you can check him out there. You can check him out on uh, several different things. Just search for him over at IndieWrestling.us. You can see him on all those platforms as well. And, of course, check out our friends at AIW and Horror Slam and all those things as well. Uh, until next time, please support Indie Wrestling. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.